Butts and Guts, a Cleveland Clinic podcast exploring your digestive and surgical health from end to end. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Butts and Guts. I'm your host, Scott Steele, the chair of colorectal surgery here at the Cleveland Clinic in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. And today we're going to talk about something that we have not talked about a whole lot, and that's genetic testing and kidney disease management. And I'm extremely pleased to have Dr. Xiang Ling Wang, who is a staff physician in Cleveland Clinic's Genomic Medicine Institute in the Department of Kidney Medicine. Dr. Wang, thanks so much for joining us here on Butts and Guts. Thank you so very much for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here. So we always like to start out with telling us a little bit about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Well, I actually came through a long journey. Um, I did my uh, medical training in China and actually practiced as a nephrologist for about two years in Shanghai before I moved to this beautiful country. <laughs> so after I moved here, I did my uh, training in both clinical and research nephrology. Um, during my research training with Dr. Liske at the Mayo Clinic on genetic kidney stone disorders, I realized my interest in genetics. So I moved forward and completed additional training in medical genetics at the Mayo Clinic. Uh, also, I finished my training in clinical nephrology in the uh, UT Southwestern Medical Center, Dallas, and Lubanina University. So now I became one of very few double-trained nephrologists and ge uh, medical geneticists in this country. Well, we're super glad that you're here at the Cleveland Clinic and all the expertise that you bring. And so on this episode, we're going to discuss genetic testing and kidney disease management. So to start, can you tell us a little bit about what goes on in Cleveland Clinic's genetic testing program for kidney disease or renal genetics program? Absolutely. We started the renal genetic program in January 2019, which is one of very few programs available in the country and led, um, really led by a double-trained nephrologist and medical geneticist. So our team includes nephrologists, geneticists, and very dedicated renal genetic counselors. Since we started, our patient volume have jumped up tenfold. Before the start of our program, we had about 10 renal genetic patients in our genetic clinic per year, and now we have 25 to 30 patients per week. Wow. Yeah. Um, we have seen more than 400 patients so far, um, referred from 15 different specialties from both internally and externally, uh, with a diagnostic yield of 50%. For those patients with a positive genetic testing result, 60% of patients received a new diagnosis or a change in their di diagnosis, and more than 30 patients received a significant change in their management, including initiation or discontinuation of any medications. So we have been doing really well. We have received a tremendous positive feedback from our patients, their families, and the referring providers. Uh, I'm very proud that our renal genetic program received the uh, uh, Caregiver Celebration Excellence Award at enterprise level in 2021. So yeah, we have been doing Really good. I'm very excited and proud of the progress of our program. So there's a lot of patients out there that have kidney disease, and I know what a genetic testing is. And so who should consider having a genetic evaluation for kidney disease? That's a great question. Um, studies showed nearly 10% of patients with chronic kidney disease have a genetic disorder. So in our clinic, actually, we have seen patients with variable presentations from glomerular disease presenting with hematuria, proteinuria, to cystic kidney disease, to congenital anomalies of kidneys and urinary tract, to um, electrolyzed disturbance like potassium, uh, magnesium, phosphorus, calcium, et cetera. 
uh, and two kidney stones on nephrocarcinosis, which means the calcium deposits in both kidneys. So I would see usually the, um, the indications for referral to a G renal genetic clinic, the indication is broad for any patients with chronic kidney disease or unknown etiology. A genetics evaluation should be considered, particularly for those with a family history of, uh, of kidney disease. Our studies have clearly shown that patients with a family history of kidney disease, they strongly associated with a positive genetic testing result. So what does genetic testing process entail? And if a patient's going to come in and see you, what can they expect during that visit? Sure, yeah. When a patient comes to our um, clinic, he or she will see a renal genetic counselor first to collect the history, particularly the uh, three-generation family history. Then the patient will be evaluated by a physician with a physical exam, and then a genetic testing will be decided after the evaluation. So the, the widths will then be wrapped by the team, and uh, the patient will receive a pre-test counseling, including the genetic testing pros and cons of the genetic testing and the, what the um, possible result the patient may anticipate. If, a if the patient agreed to proceed with the genetic testing, we will submit insurance pre-authorization. If uh, that is approved, we will initiate the test and usually the patient will anticipate the result in about three weeks. If um, we have the positive result, we will possibly uh, schedule a follow-up uh, for the patient to go through the result in details. We will contact the patient and report the result to them. So just to clarify that, not everybody that you see is actually having an indication to get genetic testing. So you, a patient may go there with the idea they're going to get that, but you, after your first evaluation, you may say, you know, this isn't really warranted in you? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, not all patients, they are indicated for the genetic testing. So the thorough evaluation by a uh, expert in renal genetics is needed. Actually, we have around 10% of patients that we say, hey, no, we, you, we don't think you need a genetic testing. And some of the patients will say, well, I really want to confirm. So a uh, very uh, proud that I would say we have 100% predictive, negative predictive rate. When we see you don't have that, the, all the genetic testing come back negative. That's fantastic. And, you know, that leads right into my next question. How accurate is genetic testing? Um, I would say genetic testing is very accurate. If you have a positive genetic testing result, a genetic diagnosis is made. However, I would point out that if the patient have a negative genetic testing result, that does not mean a genetic kidney disease is ruled out. That possibly means the patient still have a genetic kidney disease, but that is caused by some new genes that we have not discovered yet. So in this kind of patients, if our clinical suspicion for a genetic disorder is very high, we should continue follow up the patient and reanalyze our data and may do additional testing. Uh, that kind of leads right into my next question. So how do you discern <laughs> these results and how do these results then influence your approach to either further testing or treatment? Sure. In the lab, they follow the guideline of American College of uh, Medical Genetics and Genomics and the Association of Molecular Pathology to interpret the genetic variants. The variants are classified into five categories, uh, which include pathogenic, likely pathogenic, variant or unknown significance, likely benign or benign. So the classification are based on criteria using evidence, including population data, computational data, functional data, and segregation data. So the testing results often have implications on management. Uh, one example I would like to see is for the 
uh, for one disorder is called focal segmental glomerular sclerosis is a common cause for chronic kidney disease and often being treated with steroid and immunosuppression. However, if the patient is diagnosed with a genetic form of FSGS, they should not be treated with steroid and immunosuppression because they would not respond to that and but suffer the side effect of that. So when the patient have a genetic, positive genetic testing result, they should be discontinued with this treatment. And besides the immediate uh, change in the management for our patients, the whole family actually benefit from the genetic testing result. So the, I would say the, the family could benefit from two ways. One is we will give them an accurate recurrence risk for their children and all other at-risk family members. And second is that for the pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic at-risk family members, they can have an early diagnosis using the familial variant test. So we talk a lot about, you know, genetic testing and the results with the family like you just talked about. Can you talk a little bit about age? Is there any age limitations to that? Or if somebody comes back positive, should their kids be tested regardless, even if they're infants or young kids? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, patients can have a genetic evaluation at any age. In our clinic, actually, we have seen newborn babies um, and we have seen patients in their 80s or 90s. But also, I would like to point out, um, based on the genetics guideline, um, usually for the pediatric patient, if for the adult onset genetic disorder, we usually counsel the family to make sure that they understand the cons of potential discrimination because of the genetic information. So we had to make sure the family fully understand the consequence of the genetic testing. Yes, the genetic testing can be offered for patients at any age, but they had to fully understand the potential consequence. You know, you gave one example of a disease and there's a lot of kidney diseases that are out there. So, but once early detection of kidney disease genes are found, are there preventative measures uh, that a patient can take place to minimize their risk of developing further disease or is that disease dependent? Is it the glomerular sclerosing nephritis or something? Is that, is that specific and the other one not? Or how does it all work? I would say generally answer is Yes, also it depends on the disorder. Obviously, majority of the patients will benefit from an early diagnosis. You know, the patient with kidney disease, they often benefit from lifestyle and dietary change. Uh, one example I would show is for, for patients with autosomal-dominant polycystic kidney disease, they significantly benefit from the adequate water intake, low-sodium diet, limited caffeine intake, and monitoring of their blood pressure and control. So I, I would say these measures can slow down the progression of their kidney disease. So early diagnosis with genetic testing is very helpful. So truth or myth, genetic testing is the most accurate method of early detection for kidney disease. Truth or myth? Hmm. This is an interesting question. I would say Yes, but I would add um, that it is true if the genetic cause is known in the family. Um, then we can diagnose patients with familial variant test even before they start to present with clinical or laboratory abnormalities such as proteinuria or hematuria. We are not in the stage that we can offer a screening genetic testing for asymptomatic or presymptomatic um, patients to detect a kidney disease. But I would say it might be the part of the, our future practice. Truth or myth, genetics only play a part of the role in whether someone has kidney disease. Other factors that you mentioned, diet, exercise, can also be a big factor. Yes. 
Truth. Truth or myth, the variants of unknown significant typically go on to become a known genetic defect. The data in renal genetics is not clear, but from other specialty um, studies show that around 30 patients or patients with variant or unknown significance, they will be reclassified and the majority of them will be downgraded to benign. Great. And so what's on the horizon for you and your team here in this field of renal genetics? Well, renal genetics is a relatively new but very exciting field uh, with the new technology and new discovery of a number of new genes related to kidney disease and more excitingly, gene therapy becoming available in our practice. Uh, we really have the opportunity to practice nephrology in a fashion of precision medicine. I and our team are very proud to be part of uh, this field. Our team have worked hard with a focus in ma three major areas. First, we continue to analyze our own experience in the clinical practice to share uh, with colleagues around the world to help others build up their own programs. We hope our experience, particularly the diagnostic algorithm, could help guide the practice in renal genetics of others. Second, we have received philanthropy funding to build up a renal genetics training program. With this program, we aim to train our next generation nephrologists, geneticists, and genetic counselors with a focus in renal genetics. We will provide unique one-month rotation for trainees nationwide with hands-on experience in diagnosing and managing patients with genetic kidney disease. This unique program will be open to accept applicants this year. And third, we have been very active in a number of clinical trials of genetic kidney disease, and we will continue to do so. Furthermore, our researchers have been working tirelessly on new gene discovery and targeted therapy for patients with genetic kidney disease. Indeed, I'm very excited and proud about the future of this field. That's fantastic stuff. And so now it's time for our quick hitters, a chance to get to know you a little bit better. So first of all, what is your favorite sport? Ah, basketball. Fantastic. Got a favorite team? Of course. <laughs> Cleveland. There Come we on. go. There we go. And what's your favorite meal? Ah, that's... I'm a foodie. <laughs> I love all. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and if you had a bucket list of a place that you'd like to travel to, where would that be? I always want to go back to my hometown, Qingdao. Fantastic. And then finally, tell us something you've uh, obviously lived around the world, something that you like about living here in Northeast Ohio. The beautiful fall season and colorful change. Fantastic. Me too. And so what's the final take-home message for our listeners regarding this field of renal genetics? I would say um, renal genetics is really changing the landscape of nephrology practice, believe it or not. Genetic testing is becoming more accessible and affordable to our patients. All patients with a suspected genetic disorder should have a genetic evaluation for accurate diagnosis and management. Please do not be hesitant to contact us if you have any questions. Our team is here to help you. That's fantastic. And so for more information on Cleveland Clinic's renal genetics program, please call 216-636-1768. That's 216-636-1768. You can also visit the website, clevelandclinic.org slash renal genetics. That's clevelandclinic.org slash renal genetics. Dr. Wang, thanks so much for joining us on Butts and Guts. Thank you. 
That wraps things up here at Cleveland Clinic. Until next time, thanks for listening to Butts and Guts.